to the Ultra Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. I am your host, Anthony Sutton. With me are my friends, Ryan Wheeler. Hey. And Rob Green. What's up? What's up? How are we doing, Ryan? How's your week going so far, my man? Fantastic. It's Western New York, and we've got a heat wave. I think the whole world has a heat wave right now, though, so we're just like everybody else. Oh, it's too I'm hot in North right Carolina. Now. What's Ryan? What, what's a heat wave up there? A heat wave? Uh, heat index was 98, 99 today. All right, that justifies as a heat wave. <laughs> yeah, and, and I know it was only one day, but that was one really hot day. <laughs> no, yeah, the Western New York is not built. the The infrastructure is not there for no. 98 or 99 degrees. We don't handle that heat well. No, no. Rob, how's your how's your week going? Other than that, excellent. Good. Uh, Madden rankings are out, guys. I think this is probably a big reason uh, we grew up enjoying football because we enjoyed playing Madden. I know we had multiple dynasty leagues together. We played a bunch of games together. Ended up, you know, this was what 2010, and we'd be playing in 2030 with guys with made-up mm. names, and <laughs> our, our sell our own players would be 99 across the board. So, uh. Oh, yeah. I'm going to read you guys the, the top 10 receivers uh, that came out in their rankings. And then I'm going to ask you guys uh, who is too high, who's too low. What are your thoughts on the top 10? So the 99 club this year includes Devontae Adams. Then 98 is Cooper Cup. Tyree Kill, 97. Hopkins, 96. Stephon Diggs, 95. Justin Jefferson, 93, Mike Evans, 92, Keenan Allen, 91, Terry McLaren, 91, and Amari Cooper, 90. So, Ryan, I'll send it over to you. Thoughts on the top 10? Uh, and then also anyone in the 80s that you would move up? Yeah, my uh, my first thought is, what is Amari Cooper doing in the top 10 for wide receivers in the NFL? Like, has that guy ever been a top 10 wide receiver in the NFL? I, I don't think so. <laughs> That's, I don't understand. This guy that does the rankings, it might be, a, I'm guessing it's a guy, but is it, it's just one guy? Is that still just the one dude going through and ranking all these players? As far as I know, that's how he's, they still do it. Yeah. My goodness, man. Like, Jamar Chase, I think, deserves to be up there. I know he's a rookie, and it seems like he, this guy, like, makes you earn your rating, but holy moly. Amari Cooper as the 10th best wide receiver. I don't know. Uh, I could see A.J. Brown. I could see uh, Jalen Waddell after the rookie year he had. Like I said, I mean, I guess I'm going with a lot of younger guys, but um, he just doesn't seem like he's he seems like he sticks out like a sore thumb to me. Uh, the top guys seem about right, though. I mean, Devontae Adams at the 99 club. You got Cooper Cup is 98. I mean, he should probably be 99 too after the season he just yeah, had. What, what else does he have to do to get up there to that 99? I don't know. Yeah, last yeah. year. They want him to do it twice, I guess. <laughs> I, I guess. <laughs> this guy doesn't take one year into account. You got to do it at least for two, three years, apparently. Yeah, it I mean, seems to be mostly older guys that, that top the rankings here. Even like Justin Jefferson, he was pretty low on the list. And, and McLaurin also, Six, to me. Yeah, McLaurin also seems a little high to me, but maybe that's just me. Again, yeah, has, has he been a top 10 wide receiver in the league any of his seasons? I don't think so. He's Weird. good. He's very good, but he is. It's an interesting choice. 
So who would you guys put ahead of Cooper or Scary Terry? Did I mean, Debo I think Jamar do enough? Chase should be up there That's after it. his rookie Jamar season. Chase. And, and like Ryan Brown. said, Jalen Waddle set the rookie reception record. Yeah. Uh, and he's an 84. Seems low. Does seem low. Um, AJ Brown could be higher. Yeah. Mike Evans. Was he on there? Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, he was seven. Okay. I was going to say, I don't remember hearing Mike Evans' name. And if he's not on there, that's a mistake. Um, Debo, would you would you put him as a receiver or a running back, or do they need to make a flex position on Madden? Boo. Uh, <laughs> he's fine as a wide receiver because he's not going to be wanting to do any more running back duties. So, uh, but he, I mean, after the season he had, maybe sure. But yeah, his his rating seemed fine to me at an eighty nine. Yeah, but if you're going to put him there, I don't know why you can't put Chase right at a similar rating, right? Because it's not like. Debo's had multiple seasons of top level performance. No, but no. Uh, who for running backs? We're, we don't have the quarterback mm-hmm. rankings out yet. That comes out on Friday. But running backs top ten were Derrick Henry, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey. Still coming in at a ninety six, even though he's played what like five <laughs> games the last two seasons combined. Uh, Jonathan Taylor. I mean, what does he need to do to get get a ninety eight or a ninety nine? He's a ninety five overall. Delvin Cook, 94, oh. Joe Mixon, 93, Kamara, 90, Aaron Jones, 89, Eckler, 88, and Ezekiel Elliott is still a top 10 running back at 88. Ryan, what are your thoughts on those top 10 and any any running backs you would move up ahead of them? So they couldn't even keep those the top 10 in the 90s, huh? They started dropping down to the 80s there. I think it's a good... Uh, telltale sign of where the running back position is in the NFL and the fact that there's no bell cows anymore. Yeah, that's what it seems like. I mean, the, the right, I mean, it seems fine to me. Um, I don't like running backs. That's why we do flex ultra flex leagues because I don't want to draft running backs if I don't have to. Uh, but it does seem like they're devaluing um, age in general. So I don't know if they're doing that because they know that most people probably go in and Madden and they play like franchise mode and, and it would just be broken if what? Well, they're they're doing exactly the opposite at wide receiver, though. But they have the, the older guys, guys up top. top. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They they're devalue. I'm sorry. They're valuing age. I, the way I mean it is like they're devaluing the younger guys because you okay, get that yeah. way. If you go that, into a dynasty. Yeah, I took what you said the opposite way. I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because if you go into a dynasty, you're going to want all those young guys. And if they have all the young guys ranked all super the high. High 90s after a year. Yeah. yeah. So I guess I get it. Yeah, I mean, these rankings, I mean, it's not like we talked to Madden, but I'm assuming these rankings are who's going to be the best in the game for the next season. And then obviously, if you go into a dynasty mode, someone like Justin Jefferson's probably going to be 99 next year. Yeah. In your dynasty mode. Right. <clears throat> Uh, anyone in the 80s that you guys would move up? I saw uh, Javante Williams is an 82. I think. Uh, where's, where's Swift? Don't say Swift is an 80. He's behind. Swift is behind someone like a Tony Pollard or James Conner, which is surprising oh, wow. to me. <laughs> behind uh, Tony. What's Tony Pollard's overall? 81. That's pretty shocking. I don't. Swift. I don't understand these rankings, dude. 
Swift is behind Devin Singletary. Uh, Devin Singletary is an 81. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, he's the same as Antonio Gibson. So uh, Seems like these ratings need some tweaking once you get the game. Yeah. You go in and edit them yourself. Yeah. Well, this guy was completely wrong. Make Swift at 97. <laughs> even even Quarter, uh, Cordero Patterson, he's been a nice running back or a gadget player, but he's the same ranking as a Najee Harris, who if you're looking at just running back skill, I mean, Najee Harris, although he's young, is a better running back than Cordero Patterson. So I'm curious what Patterson was to start out last year's game. Yeah. Um, oh, super low. So I would say like so 76, one, one year does enough for him, but not for some of those younger guys. Doesn't make any sense. But it uh, doesn't make sense. Cool. Yeah. So we're we're now we're gonna do our first mock draft. If you follow us on Twitter at Ultraflex FFP, we've been putting out our rankings on Twitter. The last two episodes we've been discussing our quarterback, running back, receiver, and tight end rankings. And the reason we do all of that is so we can get ready for draft season which is coming right up so the, the best way to to practice that is a mock draft so we're going to do everything live uh rob is going to randomize our, our draft order right now we'll discuss our picks and kind of why we're making some of those picks and also let you know who the computer's picking so rob let's let's randomize this thing and uh we got Warner. a 12 team uh 12 team Draft and the the rules are similar or the same as our ultra flex league, which is one quarterback, eight flex positions, and then one super flex. So let's fire away, Rob. Come on, one or twelve. One or twelve. I will hit randomize and let's see what we get. Oh, Rob gets one. Oh, (laughs) Oh, no, (laughs) easy choice for me. (laughs) I got stuck right in the middle. One six. Yeah, I'm happy with one ten. I'm at my least favorite draft spot, but I'm still going to make my team look better than yours by the end of this. At least we're kind of spread out, too, so... We are spread out. We won't do much sniping of each other, I guess. That's true. All right, let's... And as, as we start picking players, we'll talk about the different strategies that we're going to have as far as are we looking to get a young team to build for the future, or are we trying to win now? So we'll discuss all of that as we start picking some of the players. You know the crazy computer is going to take Jonathan Taylor over like a franchise quarterback, so. So you're going to get one of your top five is what you're saying? I'm I'm really hoping to get one of my top five here. All right, the draft has begun. Rob, you are on the clock. All right, on the clock with the 101. Well, if you listen to our rankings episode on quarterbacks, we all were in agreement that Josh Jonas are 101 in this format. In any super flex format, we're taking them every time, no doubt. Quarterback one overall finishes back to back years. He is the best quarterback for fantasy and maybe the best quarterback in the league. Uh, so I will take him at 101. Wow. Wow. It says <laughs> what? Uh, going to Patrick Mahomes, three, Jonathan Taylor, four, Jamar Chase, team five, took Justin Herbert. That leaves Nothing Ryan there. one, six. Guys, I almost got Justin Herbert at the sixth spot. 
That'd be amazing. I don't. Think I was watching it go, time. and my eyes were like getting bigger and bigger. Like, oh, I'm gonna get Justin Herbert. Yeah, it didn't happen. Um, so Joe Burrow, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson. That's who I'm choosing from. I'm always gonna take a quarterback uh, in the first round, probably unless I have like one of the back end picks, and every pick has been a quarterback. So, uh, the guy with the most, the the highest upside, in my opinion, is Lamar Jackson. So that's who I'm gonna be going with. Ryan takes Lamar Jackson, team seven. Can't complain about that. Takes no. Burrow, Justin Jefferson, eight. Kyle Pitts, the first Man. tight end goes at one nine. I like the pick. It's a tight end premium. Yeah. Uh, that team now has their tight end set for the next decade. So <laughs> they hope so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they hope so. If he works out, that could be uh, a very good pick. Yeah. Absolutely. This is going to be quick, quick for me. Uh, if I'm at 110 and Kyler Murray's still on the board, we have him as the fifth-rated quarterback. Again, most teams, if not all teams, are going to be starting two quarterbacks. So, no-brainer, Kyler Murray. That's unreal, man. Kyler Murray at 10. So, Dak Prescott went 11. Najee Harris at 12 at the turn. So, Team 12 goes Najee Harris, C.D. Lamb. They skip a quarterback. Skip quarterback. It's a bold strategy. Yeah, so... Now for me, they end up with. do I double up on quarterback and take Russell Wilson or do I take our fourth ranked running back or our third or second ranked running back in uh, Swift? And our fourth is Javante Williams. I'm a UNC fan, so I'm going to be a little bit of a homer here. And I'm going to take Javante Williams. Skip on the quarterback, huh? The second quarterback. Jalen Hurts is the next pick. So Wilson's still on the board. DeAndre Swift, Christian McCaffrey at 2.6, and that leaves Ryan at 2.7. Yeah. Uh, man, that's tough. I was actually thinking about taking Hurts. I didn't think that he would go um, before Wilson. Pitts Hurts is a fun start for Team 9. That is fun. It's exciting. He, he uh, better hope that Hurts turns into something after this year. And he's actually got a starting job after this year. But um, I'm going to go. I'm going to try something different. You know, I, I always I'm usually ageist when I do fantasy drafts, but I'm going to try to just build a really solid team. Uh, go for a win now type build. I've got Lamar. I know he's going to give me that running floor i want to go russell wilson i want i think that he has he has top five qb upside especially with all those weapons and denver i'm i'm really excited to start lamar and russell wilson uh every week hoping yeah. either of them get injured so I'm, I'm going russ after russ we had austin eckler mark andrews Joe Mixon and Brees Hall. So, Rob, before you take your pick, we're looking at the first two rounds. You're going to wrap up the second round here in a second, but we've had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine quarterbacks go. You could make it 10 here, but uh, I think we all agree that that's going to be common, if not on the lighter side for most super. I like it. Yeah, I think it's on the lighter side of what will yeah. happen in a real league because I, 
I'd be surprised. We got, let's see, team 12 went running back wide receiver. Team eight went wide receiver running back. Team four went wide receiver tight end. Team three went running back running back. I don't know there's going to be, what was that, four or five teams that didn't take a quarterback in the first two rounds in a super flex? I don't, you just crazy. don't see that in real drafts. So, although, you know, if they're not taking them, then it's going to actually look good for them because they're, they're falling down the board. So they're going to be able to grab the uh, elite quarterback later in the draft when we went or I went QB, QB. So, could I have you gotten could an take elite a quarterback though? I'm right. going to. <laughs> There's, yeah. I guess Ryan will will find out, but I guess I'm interested to see when when do you pull a trigger on a Zach Wilson or a Trey Lance if they're available uh, later on. But I guess we'll find that out. So, Rob, uh, go ahead and and discuss your pick. All right. So, with the 101, I took Josh Allen. I think that gives me a little bit of leeway here and freedom to kind of skip out on quarterback. So I'm kind of looking towards wide receiver and it's really hard to resist the temptation to take digs to pair with Josh Allen. Despite the fact that I do have uh, AJ Brown Higgins and Jalen Waddle all higher in my rankings than digs. But I think the fact that digs is still sitting there, I'm gonna pair him up with Josh Allen. You couldn't you couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. <laughs> so for the the turn oh, pick no. there, three one. Uh, I think I wanna pair up Diggs with a young wide receiver. And I'm going to go with I'll go AJ Brown. Yeah, Blue, I have him number four on my wide receiver rankings, so Stick to uh, my rankings for this mock a little bit for now. Uh, with the second pick in round three, Trey Lance off the board. He's going to go to team two with Patrick Mahomes. It's a good set of quarterbacks there. I think team two is looking pretty good with Mahomes, yeah. Hall, and Lance. Team three decided again to skip on quarterbacks. Goes Debo Samuel. Team four, Devontae Adams, another team skipping on quarterbacks. So, these quarterbacks are falling, and uh, Delvin Cook went at the 305. So, Ryan, you're on the clock, 306. Yeah, 306. Um, Mike, that is so hard to pass. Are you, taking, are you looking at taking Watson here in the third round and three <laughs> quarterbacks? I thought you might take him in the second. Based I was going to take him rankings. in the second, and I, I decided to go Wilson instead, and now he's sitting here just staring at me in the third round. This is like what we talked about earlier, though, where you, sometimes mid-draft you have to change your strategy if a guy Absolutely. You know, falls like that that you really love. Absolutely, because I can't start three quarterbacks, although I bet that would be some real sweet trade uh, bait later to be able to trade one of those guys for a top trade player. any of them, yeah. Um, I can't necessarily do that i know i can't make a trade after a mock draft so because of that if this was a real draft i probably would have to go watson there but because this is a mock i've got to go oh man my number four ranked wide receiver and my number five ranked wide receiver are both sitting there in jalen waddle and t higgins but i'm gonna go with waddle um yeah i'm gonna go waddle And all right, so Ryan goes Jalen Waddle at the 306, and the very next pick, Deshaun Watson off the board. Smart team. 
Deshaun Watson going with uh, Joe Burrow there for Team 7. Interesting. Team 8 takes their first quarterback with Trevor Lawrence. And at the 309, Derek Henry comes off the board. Phew. Anthony, you are up the 310. Where are you thinking here? What are we, where are we going to go? For me, non-superflex, I'm taking probably a, a Higgins or Chubb, potentially even Kelsey. But since it's Superflex, I, I want to make sure I get my second quarterback. And if I'm looking at the quarterbacks that are left, it's Stafford, Fields, Rodgers, Carr, Tua. And out of those... I'm not a believer in Justin Fields yet, even though I like his legs and and how that will help in fantasy. Rodgers, we don't know if he's going to be playing in one or two years. So since this is dynasty, I'm, I'm going to stay away from him this early in the uh, in the draft. And I just like Stafford more than Carr and Tua. So I'm going to get my second quarterback. I'm going to take Stafford in that offense. Yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, I do too. Stafford and Kyler, you get a quarterback. The mobile quarterback with Kyler, that's almost like the cheat code with the running, right? And then you get Stafford, who's going to give you the, the safe passing yards every week. Team 12 is doing something very different. <laughs> yeah. All right. So 310, Matthew Stafford to Anthony. Uh, 11th pick 12. of round three was Saquon Barkley. And Team 12 just rounds out round three with T. Higgins. To go with yeah. C.D. Lamb and Najee Harris. This is where it's a little hard to to do a mock draft with bots because there wouldn't at this point in a normal draft there wouldn't be three teams without a quarterback. But that's, hey, that's that's where we are. So that's how we're going to play it. I'd be hey, shocked I mean, if it went that way, but you never know. You never know. Maybe they really like guys. Maybe he's planning on grabbing like a Tom Brady coming around in the next round or something. I. I mean, that would not be a bad strategy if he can hey. get Najee, CD, T. Higgins, DK Metcalf, and then get like Tom Brady in the fifth. That team yeah. is looking real good this year. I'm building a win now team too, though. Brady might look pretty good on my team. So oh. we'll see. Oh, okay. We'll see how the board falls, though. I, I don't know yet. All, All right, right. So do I pull the trigger on one of the elder tight ends in Kelsey or Kittle? Or See that as you guys were saying, this is kind of, in my opinion, this is my pick to determine what kind of team do I want to build. Do I want a win now, or do I want to get a young receiver that is going to get better over time? Here's your fork in the road pick. Too early. I see the this has Drake London pretty high. I'm going to go with. In Dynasty, I'm just not a fan of taking Kelsey or Kittle this early. So I'm going to go with DJ Moore. Mm. Get a younger receiver. Has Baker coming in. So DJ Moore. And to be clear, Team 12 took DK Metcalf. Team 11, before Anthony just picked, took Tyreek Hill. So Anthony went DJ Moore. Team 9 went Elvin Kamara. Team 8, Justin Fields. Team 7, Travis Kelsey. All Ryan. guys, what you're on the clock. So those are all players that I had no, like I, I wanted none of those guys. Travis Kelsey, Justin Fields, Elvin Kamara. I'm, I'm glad those were the ones that went. Uh, Worked out nicely for you. Yeah. I like I like teammate. I got Justin Jefferson, Swift, Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Fields. That's that's a lot right. of young talent. Which that's, even if if, yeah. it, if it doesn't work out, you got some trade bait. 
Yeah, they've got uh, a lot banking on young quarterbacks who looked really bad last year. Yeah, <laughs> so they they probably won't uh, win it all this year, depending on how the rest of the draft would go. But right, you got a building block with Justin Jefferson at wide receiver, DeAndre Swift at running back, and if one of those two quarterbacks hits, yep, at least, then they're looking pretty good. So I know this is kind of a, it's not necessarily a, a reach, but it is according to ADP. Uh, my, in my rankings, I have Michael Pittman as my wide receiver six. I'm, I'm very high on Pittman in dynasty. So I'm having a real hard time passing up on that. Considering I just took Waddle, who's my wide receiver five. If I can get my wide receiver five and six in dynasty, I'm going to do that. So I'm going Michael Pittman with, my uh four seven maddie ice after after my pick went nick chubb <laughs> drake london to team four travis etn to team three jk dobbins to team two rob you're on the turn you got two picks team uh three and four here just don't want quarterbacks three four and twelve Aller- right allergic to quarterbacks yeah four <laughs> rounds in and no quarterbacks yet okay Team Ford's got some receivers, though. Look at that. Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, and, and, and Drake London. I mean, like Ryan was saying, if you can, if they can get Rodgers after the turn here or something like that, it might work out. Yeah. yeah. It seems like they've already passed up on their chance to get two elite quarterbacks, though. They're either going to, there's Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady left in what I would consider elite. And we're talking like one year guys. So I'm going to keep my direction here of a win-now team. I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers to pair with Josh Allen. Just going for it all in year one. I like it. And at wide receiver, I think this guy probably has a top five year coming up, especially with Chris Godwin recovering from injury to begin the year. So I'm going to go Mike Evans here. Can't argue with that. So I got Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and then three wide receivers and Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, and Mike Evans. And remember, this is ultra flex, so we do not need to take wide receivers, running backs, or tight ends. You can draft all wide receivers, all running backs, all tight ends if that's what you want. But you also need a quarterback and probably two or three if you're because you have the super flex spot. Yep. So start eight of any position right. besides quarterbacks, so a running back, wide receiver, or tight end. Right. So after after Rob went, we had Cam Akers coming off the board at five two, George Kittle, so one of the tight ends, Ken Walker, uh, five four, so team three and team four still without a quarterback, and then David Montgomery coming out at five five, and now Ryan's up at five six. Oh man, um. Ryan's team so far, as he's looking over it, is Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Jalen Waddell, and Michael Pittman. Yeah, and this is so tough. Um, it's funny, I have I have wide receivers that I absolutely want, but it is a reach at this point, and I, I'm not willing to take them this early. I'm actually thinking about going with my third QB, saying I'm... It's going to be set with QB for 
I mean, it's his dynasty. So with so many teams passing on quarterbacks at this point, they're they're a big value in a yeah, super flex format. So it really it makes, feels to me it makes sense. I mean, even though you're not gonna be able to start all three of those guys, right? It really feels like it. Have the option to rotate between three solid quarterbacks or, is big. Not only that, but Russell Wilson's 33 years old. So if I can get a guy yeah. um, who has the potential to to break out and and to me that would be Zach Wilson. But for some reason, I don't know how, but I've also become a Tua guy. <laughs> I just I love the weapons. I love that I have Jalen Waddle already. If I could pair the two, I feel like that's that's pretty sweet. And he's also only 24 years old, so it's not like he's aging out or anything. So I, I'm gonna go. Uh, this just feels kind of kind of silly. I'm gonna go Tua. Hey, if Tua hits, then you can turn around and, and trade Russell if if you uh, feel that's Absolutely. the right thing to do at the time. Absolutely. So after Ryan's. Pick team seven at 5.7 went to Deontay Johnson, Darren Waller, Mac Jones. And then that leaves me at 5.10. Just a reminder, my team is Kyler Murray, Javante Williams, Matthew Stafford, and DJ Moore. Uh, We have Scary Terry ranked as the 15th receiver. On our rankings, I think if I can snag him here in the fifth round, it's a no-brainer. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and snag him um, while I can. Yeah. Good value pick there. Traylon Burks went after Derek Carr. So we had a little bit of a run on quarterbacks the last five or six picks. Antonio Gibson and Aaron Jones uh, in at 6.2. So it's back to me. Uh and I'm still probably looking at receiver at this point. Just so you guys know, the running backs that are left are uh, Fournette, Josh Jacobs, Ezekiel Elliott, Connor. So we're kind of we're past. They're going very fast in this mock. Yeah, yeah. so we're past the top 10 or 15 or so. Uh, while we still have some quality receivers up there, we also have Hawkinson uh, still up there. But I think I'm going to go... I've got some younger guys, Scary Terry, 26, DJ Moore, 25. So I'm going to go for the next two years of pretty consistent performance with Keenan Allen. Oof. You stole him on team five. They were probably going to take him to pair with Herbert. (laughs) (laughs) After my pick, uh, Garrett Wilson. So, Got some youth on, on team nine there, Leonard Fournette and Devontae Smith. Uh, Ryan, you're up at six seven. Ryan's got three quarterbacks, Lamar, Russell, and Tua. And who, who are you thinking at, about here? Yeah, uh, so this was the guy I wanted to take last round. He was too far down the board. He's my wide, dynasty wide receiver 11, and I'm not going to pass on him again. It's uh, Rashad Bateman. If I compare him with Lamar Jackson, I feel really good about that. So I'm I'm, I'm gonna go. It, it's all in on the stacks. Yeah, it's a it's a slight reach, and and I'm fine with that. So yeah, uh, as soon as I find him here, there we go, Rashad Bateman. Jerry Judy goes next, followed by Chris Godwin, Josh Jacobs, James Connor. 
So still teams three and four still holding out on quarterback, but they still have, <laughs> they still have a Zach Wilson, Tom Brady, Kirk cousins, Tannehill, Winston, uh, Davis mills. So still got some guys to choose from, but who are you, you guys are going to be wrong up? on? Like for real, if we're doing a, a real draft. Yeah. Yeah. That's, this is, I this is a strange one. I don't think I've ever done a draft. That's been this like, no, because um, we did we did qu- quite a few mocks just to to practice this, and yeah. the quarterbacks weren't staying this long in our other mocks. Sleeper, That's interesting. Sleeper hates quarterbacks right now. Changed it up on us. Yeah, for the live mock, hey, it makes it more fun. Yeah. All right, so I'm on the clock at the six twelve, and I see my wide receiver nineteen sitting on the board still, Marquise Hollywood no. Brown. What did you want him, Ryan? You're hoping I was really, back. I was really hoping he'd make it back. I was thinking if I go Marquise Brown, maybe you wouldn't take Bateman at the turn. Um, no, I, I had Bateman queued up, so okay. I was taking. I wanted one of those two guys. Um, that makes me feel. Yeah, better. Marquise Brown. I think this season is set up to to smash, to absolutely, absolutely smash with Kyler Murray, his old college quarterback, throwing him the ball. I mean, th- those deep shots that Baltimore didn't take with Lamar Jackson. Yep. Uh, Kyler Murray's going to take those deep shots. He's going to hang in the pocket, and he's going to look for for Marquise Brown for those big home run balls. I think he's going to hit on quite a few this year. I love the pick. All right, my next pick. Hmm, which way do I want to go here? Yeah, with all these running backs flying off the board, I I just don't see any value falling that would help me win now. Like James Conner would have been a, probably a nice pick. I don't know that I would have wanted Arizona to. Arizona players back to back. Um, I don't really see another running back that I like at this point. Ezekiel Elliott could be interesting for a, a win now. Yeah. Team. But I I can't see Elijah Moore sitting on the the board still, and I I can't see myself <laughs> if I had if I had Ezekiel Elliott. I just I'm trading him a hundred times out of a hundred for Elijah Moore, whether I'm uh, win now or whether I'm a uh, a rebuilding team. So I'm going to take Elijah Moore. I'm sitting here thinking, all right, you took Marquise Brown, but I'll get Elijah <laughs> Moore coming up here. I'm I'm feeling really good about that. And and you you snipe two guys. We're not supposed to be sniping each other. Remember, we're not supposed to be sniping. But you started it by taking Bateman. So oh my, I didn't take it Elijah Moore at the seven one. I just took. I just put more in my queue right before that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, so to recap my team, then I got Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, and I've got five wide receivers: Stephon Diggs, AJ Brown, Mike Evans, Marquise Brown, and Elijah Moore. Uh, the seven-two TJ Hawkinson team three finally took a quarterback here. Zach Wilson's off the board. Seven-four uh, team four again taking a running back, Ezekiel Elliott, just completely ignoring the quarterback position, <laughs> which is a very interesting strategy in a super flex league. It's very strange. We'll see how that team looks at the end of this draft. I'm curious to see if they even draft two quarterbacks or not. Um, team five, Elijah Mitchell, and Ryan is on the board with pick six of round seven. Yeah, I'm inter- Ryan, Ryan, before you go, I'm, I'm just interested uh, – TJ Hawkinson went, so that means Pitts is off the board. Kelsey, Waller, Andrews, Kittle, and Hawkinson are off the board. Uh, and you I'm, better I'm bet. To, I'm just interested to see who's the next uh, tight end to go and when, how late that will be. Well, I can tell you who the next tight end is going to be to go off the board because I'm about to take him. 
Uh, I have Dalton Schultz as my tight end six in my rankings. And I am all in on Dr. Schultz. Uh, I was I was dogging on him last episode a little bit, so I got to show him some love here, take him at the 7-6 uh, and, and remind him and myself that I, I love this man. Dalton Schultz it is. That's what you use. Right. That's what you call a lead-in in the biz, boys. <laughs> Dalton Schultz off the board at the 706. Team 7 goes for Chris Olave, getting a, a rookie in there. Team 8, Amari Cooper. Team 9 takes the rookie, James Cook. And Anthony's on the clock. Last pick. So again, just a quick recap. Uh, I took Keenan Allen, a little bit older of a receiver, but he should give me some good production this year and next year. I'm going to counter that with taking a rookie. I'm going to take Jamison Williams and get some youth yeah. on my team. Like that pick. Love Very it. high upside selection there. Yep. If he hits, good boom. All right, so teams uh, three and well, team three did take Zach Wilson last round. So team four is not going to like this, but two quarterbacks go off the board here to round <laughs> out uh, round seven here Tom Brady and Kirk Cousins. All right, and then uh, round eight went Pat Fryermuth, and then 11. I'm sorry, team 11 was Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and after that, it is Anthony on the clock. <sighs> to me, this is where it starts to get interesting. A lot of these guys are the same. Again, I think we're still in the area where running back probably doesn't make too much sense. We're at A.J. Dillon, and then the next running backs are Miles Sanders, Tony Pollard. So in my opinion, not much value there, but we got to. Yeah, in dynasty, oh. though, that's tough. Yeah, There's so many good yeah. young wide receivers still out there. Yeah. We got a lot of receivers. We've got Allen Robinson, Hunter Renfro, Gabe Davis, Ayuk, Smith Schuster. So there's a ton of St. Brown, a ton of receivers. I probably would be looking at St. Brown if I didn't just take uh, Jamison Williams. I don't want to pair them up, especially if they have Goff as their quarterback. <laughs> um, I'm going to go... Kind of a little foreshadowing again. I think I'm going to go tight end for the Bills, Dawson Knox. Oh, baby. All right. Not Get those tight ends. Pick, right? Yeah. All right. Uh, after Dawson Knox goes, it's team nine with A.J. Dillon. Eight, Amon Ra St. Brown. Seven, Christian Watson. And I am up with the 8.7. I was really hoping Amon Ra would make it to me. After you took Jamison Williams, I was like, yes, he's going to fall to me because you're not going to take him. And then I got sniped by teammate. But that's all right. Uh, my, let's see, my wide receiver 24, just after Amon Ra, who I have at wide receiver 23, is still on the board. I got Darnell Mooney. I do not like his quarterback situation, but he is the only guy in Chicago besides Cole Komet that is going to get a large target share, I hope. And I, I just love the talent. So I'm, I'm yeah, going to the only eight. even decent wide receiver, right? In yeah, Chicago. absolutely. It's a lot of question marks after that. Uh, after I picked, Kenny Pickett went to team five. Sky Moore, team four. Mike Williams, team three. Juju, team two. And that means that team four 
still has not picked a quarterback. They're going with the no QB strategy. I've heard of no RB, but it's a new one. Let's see if it pays off. (laughs) New strategy out there, guys. Maybe maybe one of us should try that for our next mock. Uh, No, thank you. I'll let one of you guys do that real quick. I just want to recap my team. I haven't recapped it in a while. I've got Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Tua Tugavaloa as my quarterbacks, Jalen Waddle, Michael Pittman, Rashad Bateman, Darnell Mooney as my wide receivers. Anthony, you have Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford for quarterbacks. You picked up a running back in Javante Williams, and you have wide receivers DJ Moore, Terry McLaurin, Keenan Allen, Jamison Williams, and you just picked up the elite Dawson Knox. And Sounds like a good team. Mr. Rob with you Josh know. Allen and Aaron Rodgers. And then he just went wide receiver heavy. He went Stephon Diggs, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Marquise Brown, Elijah Moore sniping me that little. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to keep it going my next two picks. But before I do that, I got to say, Ryan, I'm surprised after you stacked Lamar with Bateman and Tua with with uh, Jalen Waddell, I'm surprised you didn't take uh, Cortland Sutton to pair with Russell Wilson. But hey. A man can dream. I was hoping for somehow that he would make it back to me. I didn't think it would happen, but I was like, I, I mean, Dynasty is not that important to me to stack. It just happened yeah, to no, work I, out that I don't way. Think so. I don't think it is either necessarily, but it, just the way that you did those other two, I thought maybe just for the talking points, you would pick him too. Honestly, it was just happenstance that I was able to stack all those guys because I didn't actually intend to do that. It just they were the next guys up in my rankings. Yeah, fair enough. Well, I I took Cortland Sutton there. I think he has the potential to have a huge season with with Russell Wilson. There's probably a few guys here left that in my rankings I would have higher, but I think the fact that I'm going for a win-now team, I think he fits that mold pretty well. Yeah. And my second pick, I mean, it's another guy that is probably a little bit further down my wide receiver rankings. But if I'm drafting for this year, I'm taking him over a lot of the younger guys. I'm going to go Allen Robinson at the nine one to. Uh, that's yeah. that's four. The last four picks, I was sitting there with those guys in my queue that you've made: <laughs> Marquise Brown, Elijah Moore, Cortland Sutton, I, Sutton, Allen Robinson, all in my queue. I can't help myself, but I, I got to take all the wide receivers in this format. <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> After Rob took Robinson, we have DeAndre Hopkins go, which I was disappointed about because I was uh, hoping to, to grab him actually with my next picks to uh, to pair up Man, with. He's, he's fallen so far since last year, huh? Yeah, well, I mean, suspended. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, six games is obviously going to hurt him. He's uh, 30 years old. Yeah, and then we have Brandon Ayuk. I'm gonna let Ryan go ahead and say this. If you if you listen to a second, we got Dallas Goddard. We got Dallas Goddard. For some reason, Tony has a hard time with that name. So I instantly go to Joe Dirt. So I'm gonna go with <laughs> Dallas Go Dirt. And then we had Miles Sanders uh, in a, at a nine five. So Ryan's up now at nine six. And I am definitely going wide receiver. This is the, my favorite, my absolute favorite part about Ultra Flex is I can just keep taking the guys that I have ranked the highest. I don't have to reach on a running back because I'm like, oh, no. like there's The running back dead zone isn't 
the same in this format. Like the same players will get picked. Like there is a running back dead zone, but they're going to probably get picked a little bit later. Um, you don't have keep, to be the one to take them. And you don't have to pick any of them. It's exactly it. So I don't even know if it becomes a dead zone anymore because they probably don't um, not live up to their ADP. They probably get taken more in line with where they should get taken. Yeah. Just based on talent and uh, I what didn't, potential points they're going to score for your I, team. I wasn't able to articulate that very well, but you did a much better right, job. If, Thank you. If your team... <laughs> If you're team five, you're probably not too disappointed, though. He has Herbert, Eckler, Cook, Chubb, Montgomery, Elijah Mitchell. So it might not be long term, but that, those are going to be pretty good running backs to have for the next year or two. Going to be a tough team to beat right it's, off the bat. Like I think in this format, if you do come out and you draft, you know, five, six running backs, it's going to make you one of the favorites year one. For sure. As long as your team stays healthy. A little ca- caveat there. <laughs> I'm uh, are a little uh, tough to trust. Yeah, and, and Dynasty for sure. They don't even, I mean, most of them don't play a whole year because they're typically banged up for at least yeah, a couple that's games. What I mean. Yeah, the, the injury risk is just so much higher. Yeah. So with the 9 6, I'm going to take Gabe Davis. I, I can't pass on a, I want some action in that Buffalo Bills wide receiver core too, Rob. You can't so, be the yeah, only hey, one. Hey, we all have it now. Anthony took Dawson Knox. I got on oh. Diggs. All three of us want a piece of that. Bunch of homers. Woo. <laughs> I was about to I was about to double down. Were you gonna go Gabe? Yeah. Sorry. I was thinking about Dawson Knox if he made it to me at the end of eight, but Yeah, we, we have a lot like of these players offense. pretty similarly, yeah. All right. Well I think my team, again, we were talking about strategy. Are you building for the future? I think I have a decent mix of guys that are 24, 25, 26, but having Keenan Allen on my team means I need to win now. So right now I'm looking at really Michael Thomas or someone like a George Pickens or Dotson, so one of the young guys. But since I have Keenan Allen, I'm going to – assume or hope i guess is probably the better word michael thomas gets back into somewhat of a decent version of himself and that offense takes off so i'm gonna go with michael thomas that's so three years ago three years ago that was those were uh real good for your wide receiver one and twos yeah i think that i mean the, the pick is fine it's late in the draft you're looking for a win now guy but just picking michael thomas just feels so icky all right well i will Tony Pollard. I'll <laughs> okay. be laughing in the playoffs. Okay, Tony sir. Pollard goes 9-11. Christian Kirk at the 12 for round 9. Damian Pierce to start out round 10. Brandon Cooks at the 10.2. There's a good value pick there. That's very good. Yeah. And since right, he's Anthony's on the clock. I was say, since he's still available, I feel like I have to take Chase Claypool at this point. I mean, he's going to take over mm. as... As the number two, another one. (laughs) So Chase Claypool. So my team now is Murray Stafford, Javante Williams, and then DJ Moore, Scary Terry, Keenan Allen, Jamison Williams, Dawson Knox, Michael Thomas, and Chase Claypool. And after, after Claypool went George Pickens. So back to back, uh, Pittsburgh receivers, Cole Kometz and Isaiah Spiller. Never drafting with you guys again. 
You just take all my players. <laughs> like, as I have them queued up. All right. I honestly so didn't think you were that into... Right next to each other, then we wouldn't snipe. Maybe that, yeah, no kidding. All. Or at least I wouldn't have hope, because I didn't think that... For some reason, I didn't think Anthony was that into Chase Claypool, so I was like, yeah, he'll pass on him. Well, in round 10, if you can get a two, number two receiver, you're taking a number two receiver in round 10. Yeah, I, I have no problem with it. It's funny, because Pickens went right after him, so it's... I guess that yeah, team funny because team nine probably was like, Oh, that guy took Claypool. I'll take Pickens for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, the, the difference of opinions that, that people can have. Yeah. We'll see who's right. Uh, I appreciate you guys stalling for me here. Oh man. It's, it's so funny when I look at my rankings and I look at the ADPs on these guys, cause I'm like, there's no reason to reach for the next guy on my rankings because I can get him next round to to finish this draft. And there's a guy that's lower in my rankings, but I just absolutely love the potential. Uh, he's he's lower in my rankings because when I when I plug him into my model, it just it doesn't like him. And I don't necessarily always agree with my model, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with uh, Kadarius Tony. That's one of your guys. That's one of my guys. Yeah. That's a guy, yeah, I mean, if he's one of your guys, just don't leave a draft, especially a mock draft without him. Take him, right. talk about him. Claypool and Tony are are the guys that I'm... What I'm is really it with, with Tony that that you're so high on? Like, oh, what? dude, did you... His lateral agility, like, he is so... It's special, yeah. ...quick. He, it, is, it is special. It is beyond... They gotta throw the ball to somebody. They have to throw the ball that to somebody. Too. I don't love the QB situation, but man, that guy is special. If he can stay on the field, stay healthy. I get that he had like six injuries last year, but man, he is he's got something special. Hopefully he could stay healthy because he does have that top potential. Yeah. That, that you just love to have in a young wide receiver on your Absolutely. dynasty team. All right. So after I made my pick, it was Jahan Dotson going after that to team five team four went ryan Tannehill. have fun with that team three went mike gasecki oh team they finally two. took a quarterback oh their first quarterback oh good for team four uh must be a titans fan team two rashad white and rob you get to close out this mock with your 10th and 11th round picks all right, let's see. Where do I want to go? I didn't have anybody queued up here. It kind of starts to get a little. Yeah, I was I just going to say gross at this point, but it's almost this is almost the point where there's not a lot of win now guys left. So I probably would just look for like a younger guy to balance out some of the the older picks on my team. I I um, will say that if there is a win now guy. On, um, in here and Lockett are both sitting it's, there. It's Thielen to me. Yeah, I I could agree with that. I mean, I'm just looking for the young guys. It's like it's David Bell. I don't know that he's ever going to give you the Adam Thielen top potential production that that Thielen has gotten you. Maybe Alec Pierce does with Indy. Rondell Moore, John Mechie. Yeah, you know what? I think I talked myself into just going all in <laughs> on this year. We're, we're going for Thielen. Awesome. And then, so you still have to make another pick. <laughs> yeah, so we, we went 11 rounds. So we drafted you know our 10 starters with two quarterbacks and eight flex positions. And then we wanted to be able to draft a third, 
quarterback. Like Ryan already took his third quarterback early. Yeah. So I'm going to go quarterback this round. And I don't think it necessarily has to be an old guy like Matt Ryan sitting there. He's probably the best for this coming year. But since I already got Allen and Rodgers locked in, I'm going to go for a younger guy. I, I see two options. Like Malik Willis is the potential home run yeah. swing. Where if I take him and he hits, he could give me, you know, that Trey Lance type ceiling that we're talking about this year with him. But Rodgers is a little questionable, right, on if he's going to play the next pass this year. So I I think I'll go with someone who's maybe a little safer to start. Rob, you know you want to do it. Episode yeah. one, I, I gave uh, my hot take was Jameis Winston finishes this coming year as a top 12 quarterback. He's still sitting there. I said, Davis Mills is sitting there, too. He looked good last year on a bad Texans team. I want. I don't want to say he looked great, but he looked good relative to the other rookie quarterbacks. Yeah, and he did. Houston did decide to, you know, I don't want to say necessarily build around him because they didn't add a whole lot, but they also didn't add anybody to push him this year. Yeah, and did you guys know Davis Mills? Davis Mills was the number one quarterback coming yeah, out of high school. Five star recruit, right? Yeah, maybe uh, it just took him a little longer to figure it out. Um, they also might not have added a QB to the, the room this year because they were planning on being really bad this year and grabbing waiting, one of those top yeah. guys next year. It's possible. But when you're in the AFC South, can you bank on being bad? I mean, <laughs> Probably not worse than the Jaguars. <laughs> Jaguars making well, the playoffs, maybe. Anthony thinks they're going to make the playoffs. Oh, that's right. Um, no, you know what? I think, like I said, if I'm going all win now, I'm just going to depend on Josh Allen and Aaron Rodgers to – lead me to that title this year. I'll fill in a bye week with random fill in the blank quarterback I draft in the next couple rounds or just any position player, really. Um, so I'm going to take the home run swing and I'm going to go for Malik Willis. Love it. I love it. Uh, so after my pick, 11-2, I'll carry it over to Ryan's pick here. Uh, Devin Singletary, Jameis Winston off the board at 11-3. And Davis Mills at 11-4. So those guys we were talking about, there they go. Yep. So Team 4 ended up with Ryan Tannehill and Davis Mills at quarterback. Loving their AFC South QBs. Ah, man. Zach Ertz to Team 5. Ryan, you're up. Last pick. All right, last pick. And it's relatively easy for me. I just... see... That's a, that is such a reach on the ADP, but it, I mean, in my rankings, and I don't even disagree. Like, I don't want to go for a Tyler Lockett. I definitely want to go wide receiver here. Uh, I already got my third QB. I want to go wide receiver. I don't want to go Tyler Lockett. Michael Gallup makes some sense, but he's going to be injured, and I, this is still the, one of the starting players for our roster. So, yeah. I'm not going Cordero Patterson. I'm, like I said, I'm not going running back. So you, if you go down the list, the next guys are David Bell, Alec Pierce. Uh, what about Mechie? a guy in your, uh, your Titans, Robert Woods, as a bounce back candidate? Yeah, that would be fine. But like this late in the draft, I'm shooting for upside. And okay. I think, I mean, it's not that late in the draft, but it, this is a starting guy. And I think that if one of these guys has big time touchdown potential and who knows, I mean, he might get the yards too. I'm just going to take the, take the guy. It's uh Alan Lazard. It's not sexy. It doesn't feel great, 
But Rodgers fell right now. Yeah, Rodgers has to throw it to somebody out there. And and we know Sammy Watkins is going to be good week one. And after that, he's probably going to get hurt. If, or If he even makes the team, there's if, some talk. I think I saw an ESPN article that said he's in jeopardy not even making the team potentially. So Yeah, uh, I know Randall Cobb's going to be there. They, got, they drafted Christian Watson in the second. Uh, vacated targets often go to the running backs. So Aaron Jones is looking pretty good to get some targets there. Um, but Alan Lazard has proven with Rodgers that he can he can score some touchdowns. So I, I feel good about that pick. Uh, after yeah. my pick, Team Seven goes Michael Carter, Team Eight David Bell, Team Nine Chase Edmonds, and then Mr. Anthony with the eleven ten. Your last give pick. us your last pick. Is it going to be yeah, quarterback? Yeah, well, I'm looking at three guys, but uh, if you know, just to stay consistent, I'll take a quarterback. But if I wasn't taking a quarterback, I'd be looking at Michael Gallup or Rondell Moore to pair with Kyler Murray, uh, especially since Hopkins is going to be out for the first six games. But uh, similar to the reasons Rob gave, I'm looking for I already have Murray and Stafford, so I'm looking for a home run. or someone to take over for Stafford in the next two or three years. So I'm going to go with probably the most Carson Wentz starter next year. And that's in my opinion, that's Desmond Ritter. I, he should get some starts this year too. If they want to see what they have in the guy. And he's a guy who can use his legs, get you some points. Yeah. All right. So, so to wrap it up, Rob, do you want to read your team? I'll read mine. And then Tony read yours. Oh. The last two picks, don't forget, Noah Fant and Michael Gallup. Oh, yeah, those guys are important. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so, yeah, I'll uh, read off my picks. Do you want to do it in order or just by position? What do you think? Uh, I would just go by position because I love love your team because this is the ultimate ultra-flex team. Ultra-flex team, yeah. I love it. I, I built this team the way I wanted to completely ignoring the running back position and and tight end. <laughs> I, yeah, I didn't necessarily go in wanting to ignore the tight end position, but a guy that didn't really fall to me that I felt was a value to take him there. So at quarterback, I have Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers, and Malik Willis. Then I, I went all wide receivers from there to round out my starting lineup with Stefan Diggs, A.J. Brown, Mike Evans, Marquise Brown, Elijah Moore, Cortland Sutton, Allen Robinson, and Adam Thielen going for the some, win now team. Got some firepower, man, with those receivers. Yes, holy, sir. holy. All right. And uh, for my team in the sixth spot, I ended up with Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson, Tua Tugavaloa. And then I went almost all receivers after that. I took Jalen Waddell, Michael Pittman, Darnell Mooney, Gabe Davis, Kadarius Tony, Allen Lazard. And then I had to go with Dr. Schultz to show him some love. So that was my other starting player. Anthony? I had uh, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, and then my last pick uh, was Desmond Ritter. Uh, Up again at 2-3, I went with Javante Williams as my lone running back. My wide receivers were uh, DJ Moore, Terry McLaren, Keenan Allen, Jamison Williams, Michael Thomas, and Chase Claypool. So I tried to get in uh, a decent mixture of young, middle, and old. And then a Dawson Knox is my lone tight end. So I'm excited. We, we could go ahead and 
uh, I guess one of us wants to screenshot this and and share it on our Twitter. We can have our have our followers decide who has the best team. All right, uh, Rob, you want to do the honors of that of getting the copy because you're on your computer. Yeah, copy, I don't do dude. that. You know, let's let's worry about that later because it'll, it'll yeah. stay there in the app. Uh, so next, we're going to be doing our wheel, our team wheel, which is where we spin the wheel. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he has got such a good voice. <laughs> share my that. screen, right? If I just share my screen, I can show you guys the, the mock draft. Yeah, it, that should work. All right, let me. I'm going to share it on Twitter, anyways, just in case, but. So completed. It's going to be really confusing. I'm just trying to find it first before I. Yeah, it's going to be really confusing for people who don't know what ultra flex teams are. They're going to be like, you guys didn't draft a running back. <laughs> That's a true zero RB strategy right there. All right. I, I'm going to share my screen here now. See what happens. All right. Hey, Rob, you just disappeared. Uh, so. So it yeah. wants me to share the entire screen, the window or the Chrome tab. I guess I probably want to just do. We'll just put it on Twitter. Yeah, we'll just put it on Twitter, Rob. If you want to just go to your... uh, You have the wheel up, right? Yeah, I have the wheel. All right, let's go to the wheel, and then let's spin it. Spin it. And Tony, can you... Can you enter us in with that beautiful voice again? Spin the wheel! Yeah! That is fantastic, man. You are amazing. All right, let's spin it. All right, here goes the wheel. For anyone that didn't listen to the last episode, we're spinning the wheel. We're going to look at fantasy Ooh. buyer sells. The we Detroit took, Lions. Okay, we took the 49ers off. Uh, except who we were talking about last week. So, Ryan, Detroit Lions, who are you buying? Who are you selling as far as dynasty fantasy? Yeah, so buying, I think it has to be Amon Ross St. Brown. I, I feel like everyone is saying like that dude only produced because there was nobody else on the field last year. Um, Goff, Goff had, uh, let's see, Hawkinson was out, Swift was out. You know, like all of his other best receivers were out. But you have to realize that this is the NFL. You can't just go out there and put up huge stats and receive, you know, like get 10 targets or more every single game unless you are a quality player. And in my opinion, Amon Ra is exactly that. He's he's a very high quality wide receiver. If he showed he's a good player. Yeah. If we look at uh, my personal rankings, I have him at wide receiver 23, which is a little bit higher than consensus. Uh, I don't believe we even have him ranked yet on our consensus, but uh, I have him at 23. Rob, you have him at 28, 28 which is, a, yeah, yeah he, that's about where uh, consensus usually is on like other rankings if you look there. Uh, for a sell, mm, that's tough. I, I have like Hawkinson have, ranked really high. I have a potential sell of a player I love, but that I think maybe his value is about as high as it gets. I mean, DJ DeAndre, DeAndre Swift. I was I was just going to say love DeAndre, and I, DeAndre I think Swift. He could be the, the running back one, but the, the key word there is he could be. Yeah. So if, if somebody in your league is willing to 
buy him from you at running back one overall price, that could be a trade that can benefit your team uh, in the long run and maybe even the, the short run if um, Swift doesn't live up to that potential that he has. Yeah. He's been hurt uh, for a few games every year so far that he's been in the league. Yeah. He he does not have an elite quarterback, which may help or hurt him. I'm not really sure. Uh, but yeah, I think you want to say I love I love him as a player and as his talent. And I, he's not a guy I'm looking to sell. But if somebody wants to pay up, I think he's that the name that jumps out because there's really not a lot of highly valued players on that team. There's a lot of, you know. Good players. Yeah, I do. I do have a buy that I want to bring up for a specific reason. And it's weird to say a buy is a rookie, but I think Jamison Williams is a buy because I have him as my rookie wide receiver too. And I think that's above consensus. Yeah. And this is a big play guy, right? We've seen it in college. If uh, I shouldn't even say if, when he comes back and plays and makes that first huge play, his value and go look at keep trade cut, whatever, Look at it now versus when he has his first big game. He's going to shoot up the rankings. And you're not going to be able to buy him from the guy who has him if you don't get him now. He has that next level athleticism that can change games and and change dynasty teams, honestly. They've got got a lot of speed on offense. So next year when they have have a a better quarterback, (laughs) it's going to be be scary. You don't think Uh, golf is the long-term answer there? No. no, Probably not. Uh, let's go through their schedule, pick their, their games win loss record real quick. I, I just want to, cause what we like to do is you like to buy low, sell high. So I think yep. TJ Hawkinson might be at the peak of his value also, which is why I brought him up earlier. I mean, I have, him. Yep. uh, I have him ranked as like my tight ends, uh, four, I believe four or five. So I don't see him getting higher than like an Andrews or a Michael or a, I'm sorry, a Pitts, Kyle Pitts. So it'll be tough with that quarterback play. It will be tough, he is, but he's still young. But if you can get tight end five value from somebody, I think that that's not a bad sell. No, I can agree with that. You guys want to do a consensus record? So we'll each just pick one game and then we'll see where we end out after after the the season's over like we'll go ryan ryan says win loss yeah Yeah. that's fine yeah let's go all right ryan week one at home against the eagles uh eagles rob week two at home against the washington commanders Mm, give me the lions (laughs) yeah sneaky team this year Week three, I'm going to say they lose at Minnesota. Ryan, home week four, Seattle Seahawks. Ooh, I think they're going to start off two and four, boys. Two and two, you mean? Two, two and two. two. Two out of four, boys. Two out of four. Yeah, we know what you <laughs> They mean. do have a light. And then, Rob, they're at New England. So they do have a pretty light first five games. Yeah, man. The road game makes it tough for me to want to pick them. Um, but my hot take was the Jets were going to finish with a better record than the Patriots. Mm. And they're going to have to lose games like this for my hot take to come true. So give me the Lions. All right. All right. Surprise three team of the year two. starting three and two. 
Three and two going into their bye week, but after the bye week, they go to Dallas. So I'm going to give them a loss. Ryan, home against Miami. Yeah, I just think there's way too much firepower on that Miami offense. I'm going Miami. Rob, home against Green Bay. Yeah, Packers. So we are three and five going to Chicago for week 10. I think these teams are pretty even at this point as far as roster. I'm going to go at Chicago, so I'm going to say the Bears win. So I'll give oh. you three, three and six. Ryan, oh. we got at I- New at New think, York Giants. I think you would have been uh, outvoted on that. I was definitely yeah. going to go Lions against the Bears there. In um, Chicago? Yes. Dude, <laughs> Chicago's, yeah, they're they're rough. Um, You said I got the Giants? Yeah, at the Giants. Oh, man. That's tough. Uh, Second road game after they just beat the Bears. I'm just, <laughs> you said they so they lose to the Bears. I think they go beat the Giants. Oh, you finally picked them to win. I was going to pick them to win one of those. So I, I figured they were more likely. I knew they were playing the Giants next. So oh, okay. okay. Uh, I was on uh, your wavelength. Thanksgiving Day at home yeah. against the Buffalo Bills. They're, they're losing that game. I already knew where that was going. They're not going to win that game. I was really hoping that I would be the one that got that game <laughs> so I could call it a win for the Lions and you guys couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> Anthony would have overridden that one. Yeah. Uh, after Thanksgiving Day, they played Jacksonville at home, which, again, I think Jacksonville makes the playoffs, so I'm giving the Lions a loss. Ryan, so they have Minnesota at home the following week. Uh, you said that they lost the first game against Minnesota, so I'm going to give them a win against them in the second one. They're going to split that game, that series. Rob, at the Jets. <laughs> the Lions. Into the better coach team. Myself with them traveling to Carolina, which I think will be a good game. Again, I know who they play next. I would probably pick them to split this, but I'm going to go losing at Carolina. Baker Mayfield shows up, right? Ryan, home versus the Bears. Yeah, I'm going Lions. I would have picked them against the bears the first time so what's our what's our record out here so I know we we're, one we're game not looking left. at a playoff team but i'm just curious yeah we have one game left we are one two three four five six seven and nine going in okay. into the last week at green bay which unless I you mean, think green bay, green bay might up. be sitting their starters at that point with that division i don't know but um not it's you can't forecast that now yeah. July 20th, right? So give me the Packers. So we go 7-10. and 10. What would you guys guess the over-under is for the Lions this year in Vegas? I, honestly, man, they're like on paper. Their team looks pretty yeah, good. I, I think we didn't give them as many wins as what the general uh, public would. Seven and a half is my guess. On the I was going to say seven, so... 
obviously it depends on the book. I just Googled it really quick. Comes up six and a half. Ooh. Okay. Uh, so we're at Caesars. So we're we're pretty close to. So you so heard it from me, us. It's a definite over. Yeah, you heard it from us. I Go over. Light at seven wins. So. So, buy the lines over six and a half. <laughs> uh, Ryan, this is your segment. We got the the fun question of the week. I'll let you take it from here. Yeah, our uh, listener question of the week came in, and here it is. Who is the most overrated football player in the league? <laughs> now, they also have this. They said you can do, so not necessarily in the league, but past or present. The do you want to give do you want to give a little background on the listener question? Oh yeah, the listener question is Rob's wonderful wife. She wrote in a few questions for us. Okay. And uh, she started them off for everybody. So if anyone else want, out there wants to add to these uh, questions, send them in. Yeah, just uh, tweet them at our, at the, uh, I'm sorry, Ultra, Ultraflex. Ultraflex FFP. So, you know, this is Anthony's job. He's the one that always reads the, the Twitter handle. So that just really <laughs> threw me. <laughs> All right, um, so. And we didn't know anything about the question beforehand. So this is new to us. So, so we're all thinking I'm right already now. I've been I've been ready to go for this question for ever. I, I I definitely have an answer for this at all times. So I'll go unless one of you guys has something. Please. No, go ahead. Troy Aikman. <laughs> he is very overhyped because of the su- success the team had. But when you look at his overall stats, these are the first three seasons of his career, nine TDs, 18 interceptions, completion percentage, (laughs) 52, 11 TDs, 18 interceptions, completion percentage, 56. And then he finally gets to 11 and 10. And then even later on in his career, like 95, 96, when the Cowboys are a powerhouse, He's throwing for 13 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. And 1996, he threw for 12 touchdowns and 13 interceptions. And his best season was 1997 when he was 31. He threw for 3,200 yards, which is like the, I know it's a passing league now, but that's probably one of the lower passing yards in the league now 19 touchdowns which Peyton Manning gets in like four or five games back in the day (laughs) and 12 interceptions so I'm not saying he's a bad quarterback but I think when people think of Troy Aikman obviously they think of Hall of Famer and whatever back to back or three Super Bowls or whatever the case may be but if he didn't have the roster around him, it could have been a very different scenario. Yeah, I have uh, one that's very similar to that. You you saying Troy Aikman being overrated kind of brought me to this guy who also is a broadcaster, former NFL quarterback, won multiple Super Bowls, Hall of Famer, Terry Bradshaw with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He won, what, I think two or three Super Bowls with the Steelers, maybe even four. 
but that was all with that great defense of the seventies that the, the Steelers had, uh, his best season. Let's see. Looks like it was 1979. He had 3,724 yards, 26 touchdowns and 25 interceptions. His career stats, he had 212 touchdowns, 210 interceptions. So that's almost a one-to-one ratio, (laughs) which is, besides Jameis Winston, almost unheard of these days, Ryan. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, stop picking on Jameis, man. If this was the most underrated player, I'd be like, all about this. (laughs) Oh, man. Am I up already? I've been sitting here just is to me as Debo Samuel. I talked about it last episode. I think he was great last year, but I think just even like the Madden rankings for him to be like the 11th ranked wide receiver when some of these guys that I thought had better seasons or lower was surprising yeah. to me. Yeah, for sure. I, All because of that, the, the rushing, you know, yards. I wish I had time to prepare. Wide receivers I'll, do that. I'll give you time to prepare while you think, because my wife has been giving me, she listened to our last episode and she's been giving me a hard time about my answer for Ryan's question last week about the toenails. Cause if we're being <laughs> honest, she made, she wanted me to tell the truth. I use my fingers to <laughs> rip off my toenails. Oh, Oh, so I do not cut my toenails every three or four weeks. It's whenever they get long enough, I rip them off. So I couldn't even tell you how often. <laughs> oh man, do you make them bleed? No, no, my, my toes look good. Listen, I mean, I'll send you guys a picture. Listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh at Anthony, and then I'm gonna be the hypocrite standing here pretending like my wife doesn't yell at me all the time when she hears me like click 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 picking at my toenails because they're probably they're too long, and and it is probably still once a month or every three weeks or so, but. I definitely rip off a toenail before I'm like, oh, damn, I got that way too close to the skin. I got to go cut these things. So I don't rip them all off because that just sounds masochistic. But I do. Sounds risky to me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if if we're getting real crazy now, after like a shower or even, hey, might be a little too much information after even like a sweaty day. That toenail is nice and soft. Yeah. Yeah. Just rips right off. I am. It's time to cut them. Disgusted. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) All right. Uh, So this whole time, one person came to mind. And it was one that I didn't want to say. So I'm going to go with um, Debo Samuel as the most overrated player in the NFL. We talked about it last week. I just... I wasn't not, I was not prepared for this question. The person that I wanted to say, and I would love to bring up the statistics for it, would be the GOAT himself, Tom Brady. And I'm not saying that he's overrated in, in the sense that he's not the GOAT. I what just think that about, I, think, <laughs> I just think that if you take it's an Aaron Rodgers, a Peyton Manning, a Drew Brees, and you put them on the teams that won. With the Patriots, with Bill Belichick as the coach, with the defenses that they had, I think all those wide receivers that Brady had, right? Yeah, he had such good wide receivers for so long. Um, It is is past your bedtime. (laughs) Listen, (laughs) I said if I had the stats, I'd love to try to back that up. I don't have the stats, so I'm just you know spewing out my mouth right now. I would love to try to come up with an argument. You're a Bill Belichick fan, right? I am a Bill Belichick fan. I did say that. 
any of those top QBs the past you know 20 years would have had multiple Super Bowl wins instead of like Peyton Manning with what two his career tight end to interception ratio is 600 to 195 did you just say tight end to inter- <laughs> touchdown what are, you talk- what are you thinking about Anthony Right. It, well, it literally is past my bedtime. Yeah. So, <laughs> I meant touchdown to interception radio ratio is 600 to 195. Like, which is crazy. Yeah. I know we're Bills fans, but the the argument isn't even there anymore. Tom Brady is the goat. I I oh. said that. I said the goat himself would be the guy that I would love to dispute as being maybe not. He's still the GOAT. You can't deny it. You're just saying that he might be a little overrated. Yeah. I'm saying, you're, like, physically you're gifted. You're saying he's closer, no. he's closer to Peyton Manning or Drew Brees. Yes. Or... Now, no, no, no. Let, me, let me clear this up. I'm not saying that he's closer to those guys. I'm saying that I would love to come you up said with... Yes. I would love to come up with an argument that shows that he was closer, but you can't do that because you can't say if Peyton Manning was on those teams because you can't, you just simply can't do that. Tom Brady is the GOAT. It's undisputed. Segment segment one, episode four, Ryan tries to compare Tom Brady. I won't even, I'm not even going to bother because I've already been (laughs) shut down. All right. Debo Samuel Samuel is the most overrated player in the league. I might go Christian McCaffrey because the guy hasn't played in two years, it seems like. And he's still being drafted as the RB 101 sometimes, RB 102. He's ranked in Madden as like a 96 overall. I just. Before last year, I think you could have said Ryan Tannehill. He had a down year, but he was talked about as, I mean, even you loved him as like a top five or 10 quarterback. I uh, guilty as charged. I was very happy with Tannehill. Um, and then he lost the Titans that playoff <laughs> game against the Bengals. And, you know, I, I still like Tannehill. I just, I would love a new quarterback. I'd love to see what Malik Willis can do. I know what Tannehill is. I know who Tannehill is. I don't know who, who he is. I just know what he is as a quarterback. So yeah, I'm ready to move on. He's not changing at this point. He is what he no. is. No, so I gave you, I gave you three, I gave you three <laughs> overrated players in Debo right. McCaffrey and Tom, the Goat Brady. If you want to ask us a question, so, you know, send us a, a question over Twitter again. Our Twitter is Ultraflex FFP. That wraps up episode three. Uh, mock draft season is definitely here. I know we had fun doing this. We'll probably probably be looking at more soon as we get closer to our startup drafts here come August and the, you know the, the later parts of training camps and uh, preseason is right around the corner. So we are excited. Again, if you have any questions, Twitter is Ultraflex FFP. We look that was forward- so smooth. And that's why that's why it's my job, man. That's what I'm here for. I might not be able to say Dallas Goddard. I might not be able to say touchdown, but I can say again, our Twitter is Ultraflex FFP. Telling them where to go. Brian, you get the last word. You know, I I got the last words last time. Rob, you want to send them off? Sure. Uh, We'll have that mock draft posted for you guys soon. Come check it out. And until next time. Until next time. Yeah. We got to see you guys later.